episode 22 of the Belleville Sins podcast is here and a bit of a different sound this week as uh, Joel Vanderland off on a much deserved, uh, much needed vacation this week. Uh, pinch hitting for him is Brock Ormond from uh, Starboard Communications and the Inquity News team. Uh, you'll remember Brock if you uh, tuned in to a good chunk of the home games last season on the Belleville Sens Entertainment Network. Brock does uh, color commentary for us and has covered the team uh, for a handful of years, both with uh, in Quinty and in our former uh, time as co-workers at Quinty News. Uh, and uh, Brock is here to help us uh, keep the needle bouncing this week. How's it going, Brock? Thanks for uh, dropping by. Yeah, going great, uh, Footy. Great to have uh, me on here and great to be on here. This is... Uh outstanding stuff i've listened to uh, many of the podcasts you and joel have done uh, throughout the the season and the off season and it's just outstanding to actually be here in the flesh and and talk about the uh, belleville sends because it's been a pretty exciting off season and a uh, great season as well uh, even though things didn't quite end the way the team wanted it was still uh, very entertaining to watch and uh, looking forward to what's ahead in 2023-24 uh, uh, looking forward to what else is ahead on the show this week as well uh, we're going to be joined by one of the newest re-signees for the Senators forward Graham McPhee will uh, join us on the line and we'll have another edition of Get to Know Your Front Office Get to Know Your FO with Braden Monroe who has recently joined uh, our club in the uh, ticketing department so uh, that that's all coming up this week, and um, yeah, like Brock said, um, you know, we want to talk a little bit about last season uh, and your experience. Um, you know, frankly, there's not a lot going on around the Belleville Sens right now. Uh, we had that flurry of re-signings a couple of weeks ago. Um, the biggest news came out of the uh, Board of Governors meetings in uh, Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina, last week. They do the annual awards as well. And uh, the Belleville Senators uh, won a, uh, I will call it a fairly prestigious award. But we'll leave you hanging for a few moments on that uh, as well. Um, Brock, but let, let's get to uh, maybe just your thoughts on on the season overall last year as as a whole. Uh, like I said, you've been covering this team for a few years, but uh, last season was kind of your first to really get in, uh, I, I guess, up close and personal and, and be around on a regular basis. Yeah, it was uh, quite the experience, to say the least, uh, starting off, uh, coming off of that great season in 21-22 when the Sens uh, had a great uh, push against the Rochester Americans in that first round at best of three. Unfortunately, didn't end the way they wanted it, but uh, I, was, I was glad to be able to cover part of that season. And really since the very beginning, 17-18 was the, f was, the f was the first year and going to see the home opener. And, and it was just uh, such a, uh, a grand feeling to see hockey back in Belleville after a long, well, it felt like eternity off, like two years uh, without, uh, without hockey here in Belleville. There's other hockey going on around the Quinney region, but uh, Belleville Senators came in and, and again, I, I was quite hooked I wasn't quite sure what to expect with pro hockey coming uh, into Belleville uh, being you know a smaller area in that and especially after uh, 34 years of uh, the Bulls being here but it was uh, great to see and then getting a chance to call games with you and and uh, talk to Joel and Alex Smith or um, digital media guy he's uh, just it was just uh, such an entertaining aspect and such an entertaining uh, season to watch and the Sens uh, definitely had a lot of uh, positives to uh, to draw from despite uh, the tough year on many fronts with injuries call-ups um, the coaching change in early February Troy Mann going to Dave Bell uh, but a uh, lots of positives like I said uh, Angus Crookshank had uh, quite frankly a lost season in 2021-22 uh, but he came back uh, after his injury led the team in goals of 26 uh, one of my personal favorite players to watch him Scott Sabrin 
Uh, Jake Lucchini with 53 points in 61 games parlayed that into a deal with uh, the Minnesota Wild in the NHL, like uh, you guys were mentioning in uh, the past podcasts. Uh, Igor Sokolov leading the team in points. He had himself a heck of a year, earned himself a call-up to the uh, O-Sens as well. And then the goaltenders, even though... Uh, it was a tough year, obviously, with uh, 10 goaltenders. Nine or 10 goaltenders uh, flowed through. Uh, Antoine Bebo with his 50-save performance. Uh, that was uh, supremely entertaining against Laval. And then Dylan Ferguson coming in late, doing an ex excellent job. Uh, Levy Marilina was spectacular. That uh, pretty sure was the last game I did with you, David, uh, <laughs> against the Toronto Marlies. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Shutout in his, uh, one of his first pro starts. Uh, just an incredible uh, performance from him. And then Kevin Mandelazy making stops in all three professional levels. It was kind of nice to see him uh, go through all those uh, those rankings, like the NHL with Ottawa, here in Belleville in the AHL, and then the ECHL with the um, Allen Americans and doing so well in the playoffs down there. So uh, on, all in all, a pretty entertaining season. Uh, Dave Bell did the most with what he had, uh, pretty much led them to a 500 record. Uh, and given the circumstances uh, with all the injuries and all the call-ups, like I mentioned, it was pretty uh, great to see Dave Bell doing what he did, uh, moving from Troy Mann's uh, right-hand man to uh, being the main guy, and now he's uh, taken over as the full-time head coach, so great to see uh, him do so well. But uh, just seeing the, the Sens up close, uh, you can really appreciate the speed of and the finesse and just the overall uh, just fast pace of the game. And again, it's a bit of a culture shock from the junior ranks, but it's uh, still uh, was still really amazing to see. And I mean, the Belleville Sens uh, do such a good job with uh, developing players, and eventually you're, you're going to see uh, in Ottawa some of these guys come up, just like uh, the ones before with Batherson and Norris and uh, so many other guys. Lassie Thompson as well has made appearances up there, so uh, I'm going to be very um, entertained to see what uh, happens next in 2023-24. I'm really looking forward to seeing how these new guys pan out. Yeah, we, uh, we are for sure. Again, we're chatting with Brock Ormond, who's co-hosting on Episode 22 of uh, the Belleville Sens podcast, a, a conversation with Graham McPhee, Senators forward uh, coming up. I'd imagine his offseason got a little bit more interesting after his uh, father's uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, won the Stanley Cup. Of course, George McPhee, uh, the uh, GM of the Golden Knights, and um, Braden Monroe from our ticketing department coming up a little bit later on uh, as well this week on the Belleville Sins podcast. Um, you mentioned the, the coaching change, and um, that was something that we'd never gone through in uh, in this franchise before. It's something that, as we learned, was quite rare to happen midseason uh, in the American Hockey League. I think the team handled it fine. They managed to get through it. Like you said, Dave Bell did the best with what he had at that point in the year. But now he's got an opportunity to really mold um, – not just the the roster and the players, but the entire culture around his dress his dressing room now. How much are you looking forward to seeing the type of change he's able to implement um, in in terms of this program and what it's going to become now? Yeah, he's got the experience, like we said, from being around here a couple of years now with uh, with Troy Mann. So it's not like he's a new guy. Uh, flying in out of nowhere uh, to take over this Belleville Sens team. He's a guy that's been around the block. He's uh, not just here, but also all around the coaching ranks. He was just in Niagara in the OHL uh, before that. So uh, I think he's got, uh, if there's anybody that has the ability to turn a team around and be um, an outstanding coach and a mentor and a leader for this uh, team, it's Dave Bell for sure. And he's a guy that's got the same sort of intensity, just in a different way that mm -hmm. Troy Mann does. And you would know it too from being on the road with, uh, with the team. Yeah, Dave Bell's a, a guy that lives, breathes, sleeps hockey, and, and he's he's a guy that uh, will 
definitely be the type to get the most out of his players. And Troy Mann did that too, but Dave Bell's a new voice, a new face, and a new guy that will kind of lead the way and uh, be the type of coach that people can learn from. And, he, and he's, you know, 48 years old. He's, he knows hockey and he knows the AHL. He knows all these different levels. And he's the type of person that uh, if you can go into your to the coach's office and ask him any questions, he'll be able to answer it. And just judging by uh, seeing him around and, and seeing him what he's like and how, what makes him tick, uh, he's going to be uh, quite the 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 big coach, the big leader for this Belleville Sens team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, um, you know, we've already seen kind of his um, his imprint on things in terms of player personnel. Um, Scott Sabrin leaving to go west, which is a big loss for the Senators, but um, a player like Boku Imama is coming in to replace him. This is a guy that that Belsey knows from his time uh, out in Ontario and, and the Kings um, organization. And that's just an example of um, – the type of, uh, of of impact, again, that he's going to have in, in helping to build um, this program the way that he kind of wants it to be. Um, speaking of Boko and, and a handful of other signings, anybody in particular that you're uh, excited to see uh, on the ice here that, that wasn't here last year? Yeah, Boko and Mama for sure. I mean, just just I mean, seeing pictures of him, the, the guy is an absolute specimen. He is huge. He is, and I should just obviously preface this is – should these players not end up in the National Hockey League? Because we always have to take that uh, that lens that players will or could end up here, but we never obviously want to take that opportunity of the NHL away from guys. So uh, that in mind, uh, yes, uh, should these players we're discussing end up here, these are who uh, we're excited to see. Yeah, absolutely, and that's another part of uh, the NHL AHL experience. It's so different from from junior, where you know some guys go to school, some guys go to pro, some guys go wherever, and you know that's not a guarantee they'll play in the in, in pro hockey though. But here in the AHL, guys have been here in professional hockey. Some of them have been in the NHL before, and yeah, Boko Amam is going to be a very entertaining player to watch once if he sticks here in Belleville and if he uh, plays the way that everybody knows he can play. And he's he's a very entertaining character. Some. And highlights in Arizona last year mm-hmm. with fighting and, and hitting and doing everything he could. And then all his family down, too, watching him score his first professional goal, or first NHL goal, I should say. So uh, he's, he's a guy that you really want to root for. And Matt Highmore coming in as well, a former St. John Sea Dog, and, and he, he won a Memorial Cup. He's, he's a guy that I'm really interested to see. He's a guy that can score. He can uh, put yeah really put the puck in the net, and he can play hard along the boards. He's not just the type of guy that... Uh, can just play strictly finesse. He's a guy that can play the game hard, and and also uh, you got a guy like Donovan Sabrango coming over from the uh, Detroit Red Wings yeah. in that Alex DeBrinket trade. Uh, very smooth, mobile defenseman, a former Kitchener Ranger, so I'm very uh, interested to see how his game parlays here. He's a little bit closer to home now. And then Tyler Boucher as well coming from uh, University uh, son of former uh, NHL goalie Brian Boucher. Uh, he's a guy that's going to have a lot of expectations on, though, because uh, Ottawa took him pretty high in the draft in his draft year, a 10th overall. So uh, he's going to be the type that has a lot of pressure on him. But he's another one like a, in the same vein as a Boko Amama that can hit and really uh, play a greasy, dirty game that sometimes uh, is is not always what guys want to play. They want to be known as the, the flashy, finesse guys that can put the puck in the net and really dazzle the crowd. But uh, Tyler Boucher is a guy that you need to have on your team. And also uh, Ryan McKinnon, a defenseman that uh, should be uh, pretty solid as well coming in and uh, you know learning from a guy like Nate McIver, the new assistant coach you guys talked to. Uh, 
he is going to be uh, quite the guy to watch uh, to see how he kind of develops and how he learns under a guy like McIver and Dave Bell, another former defenseman. So I'm very interested to see. If you want to learn more about Nate McIver, you can tune into last week's episode, episode 21. Uh, the new assistant coach joined Joel and I for uh, a chat about making the move to the friendly city and what he hopes to add to the staff here. And um, yeah, just to finish the thought on, on Tyler Boucher, he's had a little bit of injury trouble. Um, fans in Ottawa already know the type of player he can be as uh, he really excelled with the 67s last year and yeah just another name to add to the list of um, significant prospects that will be or could be suiting up for the Belleville Sens this season trying to make their mark and uh, get that call up to the National Hockey League um, before we take a break and are joined by Graham McPhee on the other side um, mentioned it earlier on that uh, the Board of Governors meetings were held in Hilton Head, South Carolina uh, last weekend. Uh, our uh, Senior Vice President of Business Operations and Alternate Governor, Brianne Matthews, was down there representing the Belleville Senators. And th this is the um, the summer meetings, basically when they discuss potential rule changes. Uh, the schedule's been finalized by this point, but they might iron out some wrinkles. Uh, you know, they just go over the general business of the league. But the other thing they do is hand out some of the uh, league awards of excellence and and um, a couple of local connections, one being that the Belleville Senators won the award for community service excellence, and the other, the James C. Hendy Award uh, for the Executive of the Year went to Brian Helmer, who was um, the... Uh, Senior Vice President Hockey Operations with the Hershey Bears, and our friends in Wellington would know him very well as the uh, first and I still think only Wellington Duke to have their number retired. So uh, a couple of nice uh, local-ish accolades out of that uh, that conference last week. Yeah, that's amazing. Brian Helmer, such a great guy. Uh, Hershey Bears winning the Calder Cup, like you said, just uh, so so awesome to see Brian Helmer uh, find his way into that mold and that. And and yeah, he uh, his 44 is the only number that's uh, hanging on the back wall of uh, Lehigh Arena currently in Wellington. And uh, yeah, he was he was ener just an energizing player when he played, and unfortunately, uh, maybe didn't get as many NHL games as maybe people were expecting. But uh, he did well uh, to get a job in the AHL, and and with the Hershey Bears, he's been there for just ages it seems just eons and and he's found a way to uh, really lead this Hershey team along they were a pretty uh, top flight group back then and or this season I should say and uh, still back then as well uh, ended up coming here and uh, winning in Belleville in a comeback fashion then they go on to beat Coachella Valley in the uh in the final. It was uh, exciting for sure. And again, Belleville sends winners of the Eastern Conference Award for Community Service Excellence. Uh, our school program was the uh, big piece of that. We were at uh, over a dozen schools last season. We plan to hit the schools again this season. There is some more exciting uh, kids and community programming news on the way. I can't let you in on it just yet, but next week we should have some news, uh, so you want to stay tuned on that front. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. Uh, drop us a review and a rating as well, and uh, stay with us as we continue on Episode 22 of the Belleville Sends podcast. Graham McPhee will join us next. The Sends forward has re-signed for another season in Belleville. Back in a moment.
Get in the game. Start planning now for the next season of Belleville Senators Hockey. The new Belleville Sens Business Elite Program is a season seat membership just for business. Use tickets to treat your staff or attract new clients. Benefits include AHL TV game packages, exclusive member events, and more. All packages offer a VIP business experience like in-arena signage. More info on season seat memberships, flex packs, and the Business Elite Program at BellevilleSends.com. Go Sends Go! Back on episode 22 of the Belleville Sends podcast, David Foote here and Brock Ormond, pinch hitting for Joel Vanderland this week. Glad you're sticking with us and you'll want to stick with us for uh, our next segment as uh, joining us uh, on the line from uh, Minnesota where he makes his home in the offseason is uh, newly re-signed Senators forward Graham McPhee. Uh, How's it going, Mac? Thanks for taking some time for us. Everything's going great. It's uh, it's nice to talk to you guys for a bit this summer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the the new deal. I think when we uh, last spoke before that at uh, exit interviews, you you weren't really sure what um, the summer was going to look like um, if you would be back in Belleville, uh, and now we know that you will be. Uh, how did that process kind of shake down, and um, what was it about uh, the Senators that uh, made it an easy decision to come back? Yeah, well, uh, as you guys know, I was traded last year at the end of the season um, with about five or six weeks left to go. Um, And I was excited for the move, excited to get some opportunity. And that's exactly what I got from Belleville. And honestly, I had zero complaints with everything in terms of the team, the staff, the way I was treated. Everything was just fantastic. So um, when I got the opportunity to resign and come back, I I didn't have much hesitation. And I kind of did it uh, with my gut. So. I'm really looking forward to the season, and I'm happy where things are going. Uh, you were able to, to pretty seamlessly fit in last season in that short time. Uh, how nice will it be to have a, a full um, full off season of preparation and and to start here from the jump? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's it's hard to step into new teams, obviously, when the season's going. But again, I was open with with welcome arms, and uh, everyone was super friendly and super super welcoming. So. It does make that transition a little more smooth, knowing some uh, some familiar faces. So I'm just uh, looking forward to getting back and getting things going again. Yeah, nice to talk to you, Graham. Uh, you had a, quite the whirlwind season last year. You had a stop in Belleville at the end, but you also spent time in uh, Bakersfield, uh, out in California, Fort Wayne as well, Fort Wayne Comets in the ECHL. What did you uh, kind of learn about yourself and your career at uh, you know 25 years old, trying to find your way in the American Hockey League? Yeah, um, you know, pro hockey, it's 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 a roller coaster. Um, and the, the past few seasons, I've actually had uh, shoulder surgery. Um, so this is the first summer where I've been able to train and, and be healthy and kind of focus on uh, working in the weight room and kind of fine tuning my game without having to rehab something. So um, that's one thing that I'm really looking forward to is starting the season with a healthy body and a good mindset. So um, that's something that I really look forward to this year. Yeah, and uh, now back kind of in your younger days, uh, you know, you, you were born in Maryland, uh, you know, dad, George, GM of the Washington Capitals for years. Uh, what was it like going from making the jump from the uh, U17, U18, uh, U.S. program to uh, Boston College as well, playing four years uh, with that uh, program with the with the Eagles? What was kind of the, that like moving from, uh, from minor hockey to the, the big jump of uh, college hockey? 
Right. Um, Going to college was always a priority for me um, to get my education, first of all, and also to to get to play against some older guys. That's how it's different than junior. You get to play against, you know, 21, 22 year old guys when you're younger. And I think that really prepared me for the pro game, Um, because obviously when you make that jump, there's a difference with with strength and just maturity. So I think moving from college to pro helped helped me in quite a bit uh, with that transition. But um but yeah, no, college was great. And uh, again, it helped me a lot for pro. So, Chatting with uh, Sens forward Graham McPhee, who's out in Minnesota as uh, the offseason continues. Um, Brock mentioned uh, your dad, George, who had a pretty uh, eventful last couple of months. Um, what was it like kind of uh, being along for the ride to, to watch him and, and his Golden Knights find that uh, type of success? Yeah, um, you know, my dad, I've been so fortunate to have a a father that's so involved in hockey. Um, Since I was a young kid, I was always surrounded by that pro lifestyle, which was really, really cool for me. Um, But just to be able to watch him kind of achieve his goal for the first time this year was really special. Um, Because my whole life, I've seen him lose in the playoffs. And, you know, that's not the easiest thing for him and my family. But this year was super cool. Um, he deserves all of it, and uh, just to be there and, and celebrate with him was uh, was something special that I'll remember forever. So, uh, you know, obviously you don't play in the Vegas organization, but what what was that experience? I guess like just kind of being around there, and I mean, we all watch it from the outside, and it, and it, it looks like uh, like quite the time. Um, now, I would imagine it lived up to to what it looked like on TV. Yeah, um, I actually wasn't in town. I was on vacation with my wife and her family for that last final game where they where they clinched uh, clinched the series. But we flew home and we got back for the parade within like 20 minutes of it. Um, got right down to the strip, got on the buses, and and just kind of watching that that city come together as a sports town for the first time was pretty cool. Um, a lot of people didn't really know how things were going to go. Hockey in the desert didn't seem like it was going to be such a big hit. And, um, after that shooting um, that happened in Vegas, it really it really brought the city together. Um, and that team was was born in Vegas, built in Vegas, and uh, the city really stands behind those guys. So to finally watch them after five years win the cup was really special. And that's a, that city supports them like nothing I've ever seen before. So. It's pretty cool to kind of be on the outside looking in, yeah. and and to bring it down to a smaller scale, you know, from our standpoint, I think that that kind of uh, fan support can make such a huge difference. And I mean, I might sound like a broken record. I say it to people all the time. I don't think fans realize the impact that they can make um, in a game, especially a tight one. From your perspective, how how much of a difference does that make? Um, from a, from a player's perspective, it's, it's huge. Um, the littlest bits of momentum in hockey are so important. Um, so if you have a crowd behind you or a fan base to make some noise after a hit or a goal, it, it really does motivate the players. Um, cause in hockey, it's, it's a tiring sport. You need that extra energy. So anything you can get from a fan base is, is huge. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the senators last week were actually, um, uh, awarded for the uh, community impact we've been making and I know you uh, did a couple of those school visits as well and and we're going to be growing those programs through this season as well Uh, that's a really big piece of of things at the American Hockey League level right totally Um, anything that I could do in any community where I play is important to me Um, and like you said I, I did get to visit a school while I was in Belleville and that's awesome just being able to connect with with kids and, and, and the school community, I remember being that age and, and getting to see a pro hockey player that I looked up to is so important. Um, just so you can set goals and kind of have role models, you know what I mean? And, and Belleville was great for my wife and I in the short time that we were there. And uh, 
we're both really excited to be back in the community and to be able to give in any way that we can. So, Yeah, and uh, speaking of setting goals, Graham, uh, what, what's kind of your goals for the upcoming season? Uh, obviously, as a team to win, but uh, also uh, for you, like on the ice, in the dressing room, out in the community, like you said, or in the weight room or wherever, where, where do you see yourself uh, and what, what are your goals uh, that you want to push towards uh, this upcoming season? Yeah, again, first and foremost, I'm really looking forward to, to having a big year on the ice um, and a healthy year. Again, like I said, this is the first time where I've been healthy going into a season. And and for me, that's really important. And any way that I can help the team, whether that's offensively, defensively, um, I, I take a lot of pride in, in being a competitive character guy, whether that's in the locker room or in a tight game, anything like I'm always going to go and, and put my neck on the line for the guys next to me. And um, just being a competitive, hardworking teammate that's willing to push guys and push myself and just uh, help achieve a bigger goal for everyone. So that's about it. Uh, what does the rest of the offseason look like uh, for you in, in trying to reach those goals? Um, so right now I've got a really good uh, pro group here in, Min in Minnesota. As you guys know, it's, it's a hockey hotbed here, um, similar to Ontario or Boston, New York. Um, so I'm pretty lucky with that. I've got plenty of ice time here, I'm just training every day, skating every other day, and I'm counting down the days till training camp. So it's getting to be that time of year, and I'm getting excited. So uh, anything to fine tune off the ice or on the ice is now, and that's about it. Uh, we're getting excited uh, as well for the start of the season. The home opener is October 21st, and uh, we're looking forward to introducing Graham and the rest of his teammates uh, that night uh, as well. Thanks again for this, Mac. Appreciate it, and uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the summer. We'll see you in a few weeks. Yeah, you guys as well. Thank you so much. Sends forward Graham McPhee on the Belleville Sends podcast. Uh, we're back in a moment with our next installment of Get to Know Your FO, Get to Know Your Front Office. Braden Moreau will uh, join us, uh, so stay with us on the Belleville Sends podcast. Don't miss one second of Belleville Senators action this season. The Belleville Sens Entertainment Network is the only place to hear live coverage of the Belleville Senators for all 72 games plus playoffs. Pre-game coverage begins 15 minutes before each game with David Foote. And the network is also home to the Belleville Sens podcast. The Belleville Senators Entertainment Network, presented by Deerhaven Farm and Garden. Tune in on the Belleville Sens app or BellevilleSens.com. Segment three of episode 22 of the Belleville Sends podcast. Thanks again to Graham McPhee for his time. We'll have uh, more on Graham and uh, his teammates throughout the course of the uh, offseason. Uh, we'll see who else we can dig up next week. Uh, I, think, I think Angus Crookshank might be... Uh, already lined up so uh, look forward to that next week again don't forget to uh, subscribe to the show wherever it is you're listening and then you won't miss next week's episode uh, when it comes out uh, david foot here brock ormond pinch hitting for joel vanderland on this week's episode and uh, glad to have you uh, along with us for the show as well time for uh, everybody's favorite segment um, get to know your fo get to know your front office uh, if you've been following along with the program since episode one uh, you'll know this is something that we've been doing uh, going back into the end of last season but since the season ended uh, we've added 
probably six new staff members uh, as our front office continues to grow. And uh, one of those new staff members is with us right now. Braden Monroe uh, joins us from the ticketing department. And uh, as is tradition on Get to Know Your FO, because I don't know anybody's titles, uh, Braden is going to start by telling us his title. Yeah, no, uh, pleasure to be here with you guys. Uh, but yeah, no, my role here uh, is account executive at uh, Ticket Sales and Service. Perfect, that easy. I, yeah. I should have been able to know that one. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> no, it's yeah, all too right. many, too many people uh, around in these the office these days. Lots of new hires. Yeah, and too yeah. many, too many double names. Uh, you yeah. become the third Braden to work in. Uh, the Belleville Sense front office in franchise history, uh, but the second currently. And uh, it's only led to, like, minor confusion. Oh, yeah. No, a lot of the times <laughs> when I first got here, I'd hear uh, someone say, uh, hey, Braden, from across the office, and I'd just peek my head over the desk, and i realize, wait, no, they're not talking to me. They're talking to the other one. Uh, but, no, it's an adjustment that, uh, you know, I'm learning in the, in the office, and, I mean, the other Braden as well has to kind of, uh, learn as well. He's got to deal with it. Uh, two Bradens, three Alexes. Um, if you include the coach, a couple of Davids. Uh, yeah, we get we get through. We get by like everybody else does. Uh, l let's talk about your journey a little bit uh, to getting here. Um, you were at Durham College for four years, uh, sports management, and uh, what was your other program? Uh, data analytics. Right, yeah. that's right. Um, so, how did you end up here in uh, in Belleville? Yeah, so uh, I went through that program at Durham in uh, sports management. Uh, got some valuable experience there just through uh, what they taught me in the program as well as the internship that I did with uh, the Oshawa Generals for, uh, you know, that half part of the season. And then uh, after I finished that internship, um, you know, I wanted to kind of expand my knowledge a little bit more because um, I know that data is kind of growing within sports. Mm -hmm. um, so I figured I might as well learn that. Um and, you know, enhance my knowledge in the hopes that uh, maybe someday it will help me down the road and uh, career in hockey or another sport. But, um, yeah, while taking that uh, program, I believe it was sometime in March or April I saw. Um, but there was the first job posting with uh, Jillian, who was on the podcast right. last week. So I applied for that uh, position and uh, came in for an interview, met with Brianne. Uh, she said... You know, I really like you. I think you'd be a good fit for the team. Uh, however, if you don't get the position, apply for uh, this account executive role that's coming up in the summertime. Uh, so I saw that pop up, uh, I believe, in May. And uh, yeah, now I'm now I'm here, a part of the team. And uh, you've been a great addition to the team as well. Um, from Scarborough, and uh, I know that is Leafland. Yeah. Typically, was it you that I was chatting with about there not being such a leaf-friendly history in the family, or was that somebody else? Yeah, I believe that was me. Yeah. So, uh, growing up, uh, I mean, I wasn't the biggest hockey fan. In fact, uh, I first uh, loved soccer. Uh, that was the first sport that I really uh, grew attached to. Uh, however, I had a grandfather and a grandmother. Uh, she's still living up in Ottawa. Uh, but they've been uh, season uh, ticket holders since the Ottawa Senators got up there. And so uh, I've been able to go to uh, the facility up there in Canada a couple times with them when I was younger. And uh, yeah, no, I've been kind of, it's kind of a family feud we got. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, been, it's been great. And uh, yeah, I mean, even though right now I'm a Leafs fan because I grew up around that uh, culture, um, I will say... Uh, you know, Ottawa would be my second favorite team. 
Well, and uh, again, uh, you're just another example of what we're trying to tell the Leaf fans who live in the Bay of Quinney region that it, it, you know, we want everybody to be Sens fans, but at the end of the day, as long as you're a Belleville Sens fan, that's what matters. Absolutely. Uh, we really don't care who you cheer for otherwise. But we'd love for you to support our club here uh, in, in the friendly city. Uh, we're chatting with Braden Monroe from uh, our uh, Ticket Sales and Service Department. Um, what's been uh, the biggest uh, adjustment, or, or what's the adjustment been like in getting out of school right into to your first full-time job in sports? Yeah, so the first hardest challenge that I came up with uh, just getting here was finding a place to even live. Yeah, that's, uh, it's funny. That's kind of been at the top of the list of most of the new people we've chatted yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, fortunately enough, uh, you know, myself and my family, we live just an hour and a half down the road. So I uh, came up here a couple of days, just kind of scouted the area, seeing uh, what places were available and uh, was able to happen to find a place. Uh, just down the road here and uh, yeah no it's been great uh, the hardest adjustment in terms of uh, the office is just uh, you know getting used to I guess the open space that we have mm. there's a lot of there's a lot of voices going on <laughs> at once it so. can be a wee bit distracting yeah and, yeah and as a sales guy I mean it, it's hard to really keep focus when your main objective is to uh, be making the phone calls and reaching out to customers but uh, no it, it's been a challenge and I'm still uh, learning to deal with it, but I feel like, uh, you know, the biggest thing that uh, I've had to uh, learn just myself is becoming more confident with, you know, the sale calls that I'm making, mm -hmm. uh, how I'm promoting uh, the different packages, uh, becoming a season seat member as well. Uh, so yeah, no, that's, that's been the biggest challenges for me so far, but, uh, you know, great team around. Everyone's been very helpful with, uh, you know, giving me advice, giving me pointers. So yeah, really loving it here. Yeah, and uh, now when you, since you've been working in the job and kind of reaching out to people, and that was was that is that kind of something that you're comfortable with reaching out to people and and you know uh, trying to cultivate new relationships? Like, what what's that kind of been like? Yeah, so it is a little bit challenging in that sense as well, just knowing what exactly to say uh, to get them engaged. Uh, but I know that this community here, uh, they all support the Belleville Senders uh, proudly, and. Uh, yeah, we. the biggest thing um, which I've uh, tried to do myself is just understanding that, you know, even though I'm talking to a customer, um, I got to try and be more confident in myself, like I said, uh, just try and grow confidence in how I'm promoting everything. Because um, it, it does get a little bit nerve wracking when, you know, you're <laughs> talking to them, you might mess up something and then you got to go back on your word. But um, no, I, I've just been trying to gain confidence, and uh, I've been doing that with every single call that I've been making. Oh, that's amazing! And um, in terms of like future goals for the season, and that, what what are you kind of aiming to uh, to get uh, in terms of the future goals, and and something like kind of personal uh, achievements that you want to uh, reach? Yeah, well, as a whole team, I I can speak for myself, and probably for uh, the the entire sales team that we got here. Uh, I think the biggest thing that we've been working towards is trying to get people to uh, really come out and pack the stadium. Um, I believe last year uh, they weren't they weren't happy necessarily with uh, you know uh, the amount of people that were coming into attendance on an average basis. Uh, so that's something that we're really trying to push, trying to make sure that we contact as many customers uh, as we can, just try and see uh, if we can get some even new. Uh, customers that uh, haven't been to the Belleville Senders games yet. 
um, and just grow our, our overall attendance because uh, overall they're with fans here they're supporting not only just us here in the front office but as well uh, the team that's going out there on the ice. And as you heard from uh, Graham McPhee in our last segment, um, you being in the building makes a uh, big impact for those players. It does make a difference. Uh, we're chatting with Braden Monroe from uh, our uh, ticket sales and service department, and um, the service aspect of uh, that title is kind of uh, an interesting thing. Like As much as your job is to uh, sell tickets and to help get people in the building, it's also to listen to those, uh, those clients, those fans, and, and to hear their concerns and, uh, and try and address them. Uh, which we are doing as an organization. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, um, you know one of the concerns we'd heard in recent years was uh, not enough afternoon games. Well, we've got four of them on the schedule this year. So just as a note for the listeners, if you have a concern, don't be afraid to bring it to somebody like Braden, whoever your account rep might be. Um, that feedback always makes its way up the flagpole, and, and we do our best to trickle uh, some results back down the other way. So um, what's that uh, side of things kind of been like for you? Yeah, so there's been a lot of customers uh, that are like, oh, I'm not too sure if I'll be able to make it out to games because of my schedule. They may have sons, daughters who uh, they currently are playing hockey. And, uh, you know, they're, it's the summertime, so they're not sure what their schedules exactly are going to uh, entail when uh, the season for us starts. But uh, the biggest thing that we've been trying to push as a sales team is just the flex packages, uh, just because they're they're great for uh, families who, you know, their schedules might be uh, not the best for attending games uh, here with us that often. However, uh, you know, they're able to pick the games that do work around, uh, you know, their busy schedule. They're able to uh, even get uh you know, discounts as opposed to uh, purchasing from the box office the day of games. So um, overall, I feel like the flex pack um, is has been the big thing that we've been trying to push those customers who do have concerns about attending. And one of the nice things as well about buying your tickets through one of our ticket uh, representatives instead of just online is that um, let's say uh, I bought a flex pack. Uh, oh, crap, turns out I can't make the game that I was hoping to get to, uh, I can just call you up and swap my tickets out. Exactly, yeah. So if there's ever a time when uh, customers uh, intended on going to a game, they already uh, exchanged their vouchers for those tickets and they aren't able to attend, uh, you're able to call us back. You're able to tell us, hey, uh, I have something coming up now. I'm not able to attend. Uh, but us as a sales team, we're able to exchange those, get you back your vouchers and... Uh, that way you don't waste any tickets and you're able to come out to another game that fits your schedule. Yeah, again, the, the most flexible, obviously, option in terms of ticket buying is the Flex Pack. You can get details on that. Um, and all our ticket packages, if you want to do your own research at BellevilleSends.com, if you want a little bit of help doing the research, email tickets at BellevilleSends.com, uh, or you can email uh, Braden directly, Monroe B., at yep. BellevilleSense.com. Monroe will be at BellevilleSense.com. Right. Lastly, what are you looking forward to most um, uh, about the season coming? Oh, God, just the atmosphere. Um, you know, I got a little taste of it in junior hockey, obviously, with the Oshawa Generals. But I know uh, when it comes to professional hockey, it's a whole different beast in itself. So uh, I'm just really looking forward to get, getting to work with uh, this group that we got here in the front office, get to see the product on the ice. And, uh, yeah, hopefully fans uh, come out and show their support. It's uh, not far away now. Again, the season starts uh, in uh, October 
And if you want to get your tickets now, the schedule's out. You can pick your dates and your games to bring out your group or get your flex pack or buy a season seat membership. And Braden is uh, one of the handful of uh, excellent folks in our ticket sales and service department that would love to help you uh, get that done. Thanks again for the time, man. Great job. Thank you, David. Pleasure to be here. All right. We'll take a quick break, and then Brock and I will wrap up Episode 22 of the Belleville Sands Podcast. Get in the game. Start planning now for the next season of Belleville Senators Hockey. The new Belleville Sens Business Elite Program is a season seat membership just for business. Use tickets to treat your staff or attract new clients. Benefits include AHL TV game packages, exclusive member events, and more. All packages offer a VIP business experience like in-arena signage. More info on season seat memberships, flex packs, and the Business Elite Program at BellevilleSens.com. Go, Sens, go! All right, just a few minutes left here on episode 22 of the Belleville Sens podcast. David Footbrock, Ormond, wrapping up what has been a pretty informative and, for me, entertaining episode given the, you know, even though we didn't have much news, really, to report this week. No, it was uh, great to have Braden Monroe on, and we'll see him uh, more around the rink uh, as the season starts to get going a little bit, and and uh, very interesting to see how his job uh, unfolds, as well as everybody else in the in the office uh, with all the returnees and all the, the new people. Uh, should be a good mix. Yeah, it absolutely should. Thanks as well to uh, Graham McPhee again for his time. And um, uh, congratulations to his dad, George, uh, on the Stanley Cup win. That's pretty cool. Uh, and uh, it, interesting to get that kind of perspective because, again, you know, like um, obviously the Senators and kind of like we were talking about fandom with Braden, like the Senators, uh, that's our main primary interest. But um, the world of hockey is so small and it's difficult to not kind of have those um, – branched out relationships and connections to other teams um, in other leagues and that was really cool to get some perspective on on uh, what his dad has gone through as a, a longtime general manager in the National Hockey League. Yeah absolutely and uh, Graham McPhee seems like he's got a pretty good head in his shoulders and uh, he's a guy that works hard like he's he's may not be the most talented guy naturally but he definitely uh, on the ice from uh, the instances I saw of him last year, he's a guy that really works hard, uh, puts his neck on the line. Like you said, he's going to do that for his teammates. He's going to put his neck on the line and and do everything possible to win and be a coachable uh, player and a, and a good teammate all the way around and a guy that's just great uh, in the room. And he obviously learned a lot of that from from George because he played as well. Uh, let's not forget, he played in, in uh, minor pro as well as uh, being a GM in Washington and Vegas and finally gets a chance to raise that Stanley Cup over his shoulders. That's uh, the culmination of a huge, huge amount of work and blood, sweat, and tears and tireless efforts to, to get to that point. So congrats to George and the entire McPhee family. Uh, this has been the uh, culmination of a, a fair amount of effort as well. Maybe not as much as winning a Stanley Cup, but uh, the show has been great. Um, what's uh, the rest of the summer look like for you, Brock, before we hear you next in uh, October? Yeah, just... Uh, relaxing, trying to uh, get as much golfing as possible, as well as uh, building a uh, or getting a new uh, indoor uh, swimming pool as well, oh. and then the garage. So, uh, so that's going to be quite yeah. the uh, the entertaining uh, thing uh, by September. Hoping to have that in and just building the uh, the roof of the garage right now and getting some insulation in, and everything is going to be. Uh, 
Going to be peachy by uh, September, hopefully. Uh, the billets are going to like that, eh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Getting getting uh, our guy from uh, Virginia back for uh, next season for the Wellington Dukes. So uh, great to have him back as uh, one of the few returning players for the Dukes this year. So looking forward to that season as well as the Trenton Golden Hawks as well as the Belleville Senators here. And glad to, to get back in the booth and call some games with you as well. Uh, yeah, we are looking forward to that. Thanks again for uh, filling in this week, Brock Ormond. And uh, Joel will be back next week. One more thank you to Braden Monroe and to Graham McPhee for their time. And, of course, to you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe to the show. And uh, follow us on socials at Belleville Sens. We'll talk to you next week on the Belleville Sens podcast. <laughs>